Apple released a bunch of operating system updates. We'll talk about what's in those updates and how it affects you in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Before we jump into it, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Upgrading your device soon? Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit declutter.com slash Macworld, that's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R dot com slash Macworld, and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade-in. That's declutter.com slash Macworld and use the code Macworld10 for an extra 10% with Declutter. Thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the Macworld podcast. Earlier this week, Apple released versions 14.7 of iOS and tvOS, as well as watchOS 7.6. So we thought we'd cover those changes and what you will see in those updates. First, I thought we'd cover tvOS 14.7. The update is a bunch of, quote, general performance and stability improvements. Yeah, we're we're officially in the doldrums of summer talking about tvOS (laughs) 14.7. First, so that's it. That's covered. Next. Next. (laughs) I was 14.7. You know, the, the updates tend to be bigger and have more stuff to them, so there's more to talk about here. There was support for the new MagSafe battery pack. You guys excited yeah. about that new battery pack that Apple released? I mean, released? I think a lot of people are hating on it. You know, battery packs aren't svelte. Not if you yeah. want them to hold any right. charge. It's fine. It's just it, like a lot of this stuff. It's just a little expensive for what it is. It's yeah. other than that, it's nothing wrong with it. It's expensive. It's a little bit, you know, it's 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 wireless versus the other one. The the smart battery case was was lightning, so that charged mm-hmm. faster. This is slower. It, the capacity is, I think, 1,400 milliamp hours, which is very small and not going to give you a ton of extra time. It'll get you through a day if you're struggling to get through like the end of a day. Yeah. But that's it. You're not, it's not yeah. going to last you like, like a week or a weekend or something it's, if it's you're like, a user. It's like half to 60% or something of your iPhone battery like yeah. fully, and then you have to charge the thing again. And it, um, like I've seen pictures of it on the Mini, and it's like, so um, it's really made for the Pro Max in my mind, or 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 the you know the, the, the one that's the, the longest one. battery, right? The one that ha- that you don't really need it for. People have shown like you, you shake it and it, it doesn't come off, but if yeah. you, it also does come off with like the slightest little kind of push. Like someone, it was a funny video that circulated on Twitter of someone holding their phone and pressing the power button, and it just the phone just slid off the back <laughs> because of they use force. Which you know, obviously, yeah. you would know better than to do that. But it's still funny that it's not the most practical thing in the world. There's not a ton of reason for this to be MagSafe as opposed right. to just wireless. And there are other third-party wireless battery cases out there, and they're not cases packs, and they're big um, and have more battery storage. This only charges at five watts when it's unplugged when it's plugged in you get the full 15 or whatever with that unplugged you don't which is when yeah what do you need a battery for right (laughs) right so and it does pass through charging which is cool and that's when you're going to get that 15 like my battery's dead my pack is dead i plug in the pack i put my phone on it away i go uh it also does reverse you can plug in your phone and put the pack on the phone and then when your phone's charged it's charging the back that's cool yeah it'll charge your airpods 
wireless charging cases, AirPods or AirPods Pro, uh, not your Apple Watch because right. that doesn't use standard Qi voltage yeah. and stuff. You know, I mean, so those things are fine. It's just like the ma- the magnet aspect of it isn't that important. And if you can plug in and get, if you need to plug in to get the fast charging speed, well, you now you've got to plug in your body, just plug your phone in and get way more than 15 watts. <laughs> right, right. Kind of speaks to the whole MagSafe thing where the best use right now seems to be like easy popping it onto your, like your vent on a car. Beyond that, we haven't really gotten any use case for it. Yeah, Apple's and Apple's stuff isn't the best. Their original MagSafe charger the cable's just way yeah, short on too it. Too short. Yeah. Way too short. And it, it slash, if you want to use it as a char- charging mat, it's too lightweight. It just comes up with the thing. People sell all these third-party mounts to make it into a charging mat. Yeah. Like a piece of plastic you stick it into put, so that it's like, got some like heft to it. Like the Apple Watch puck where it kind of like... Yeah. The, the MagSafe Duo charger was terrible. Just awful. Yeah, the 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 wallet case is extremely niche and also has has issues with it falling off under the slightest, you know, the slightest kind of force on the back of yeah. it. Yeah. And that one that really matters because that's the kind of thing you the whole point of yes. it is to have it on in your pocket right. all right. the time. That's not like the charging thing. So as a small-ish as as battery packs go, it's small as a battery pack goes. It's lightweight. Little extra boost of power thing. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I just feel bucks. like I just feel like for that money, you can get a small lightweight battery pack that isn't MagSafe that has a lot more charge to it and or is cheaper or whatever. Just like go buy some third party battery small lightweight battery pack and be happy. All right. So that's well, plus it's white, so it's gonna get dirty. There's plenty of other battery cases that are either more affordable or more capable at that price. I mean, honestly, the battery case that Apple had for the 11 and earlier was, I think, superior as yeah. far as like functionality goes. I'm looking at the site right now, and for a while there, you weren't able to pick it up in the store, but it looks like you can pick it up in the store now. You can stop by your Apple store. That way, you can get your uh, Ted Lasso stickers, too. When <laughs> yeah, giving away Apple emoji store. stickers. I wonder <laughs> if... To bring it back to the update, I wonder if that was the thing. Like until they pushed out the iOS update, they wouldn't allow you to just pick one, buy one in the store. So is, is 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 MagSafe a thing that like I like iPhone sixteen? It just it just goes away. I don't know. They always stick with these things for at least a couple of years. Right. Um, so we're, I we're find at it the twelve be, now. It's on the thirteen. I, yeah. Probably the fourteen. Then what? I think it's really good for wireless charging stands of some sort whether it's on your desk or like you said, a, a vent mount for your car or something like that. I just want them to do something more interesting with it. I don't know if there is any, like a camera attachment would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Like something like that would be interesting. Snap on like yeah. r- ring lights and stuff like that. Like, that, like that the iPad smart, smart connector. Like that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. useful. You do the keyboard and, you know, this just seems to be like, all right, what, what is the point of all this? <laughs> Plus they took a, a, a a cool name and, and and appropriated it for something that's not so it, cool. I know, right? Everybody loves it's, it's, MagSafe. It's, 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 Mag. it's not safe. It's just magnet. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't add any safety. What's the safe part? <laughs> that is that's very true. Well, if it's any hint as to how slow a news period it's been, we've been we we were supposed to talk about the iOS updates, and we've already spent most. Of yeah, our we're we're veering way off. Yeah. Stay tuned, people. There's a whole another month and a half or something. The major feature in iOS 14.7 is the update to the podcast app? Yeah, probably. That's probably the thing people are going to 
the most people are going to care about, I guess. Right. So now you can get the podcast library. If there was kind of an uproar in the user base about the redesign of the podcast app when yeah. it was first released, that you couldn't get access to your shows, which seems kind of like an odd thing for Apple to omit. I mean, Apple does these weird interface things like, well, Safari, we're going through that now. Like they do these weird changes that without realizing that, you know, 15 million people are going to be like, what? Why why, why did you change this? (laughs) But especially, yeah, it just seemed really out of touch. People who are really into podcasts felt this is really out of touch with how people use podcasts. And they were very upset about it. This is, this addresses one of the things, but people have a lot of problems with the new podcasts app. There's some reliability issues and stuff too. And I find it weird when Apple's pushing this whole podcast subscription thing that that they're <laughs> also that's when they're having the problem most problems with this new podcast app. So other changes in iOS 14.7. There's air quality information in weather and maps for Canada, France, Italy. That's the, that's the one I'm most excited South about when I, go to, when I go to France next next month. Those are you know that's important stuff if you live in other countries. I, I never understand why it takes longer for things to come like that feature to come to other countries. I guess the data they're pulling it from, things like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it must have to do with licensing and stuff, but it just yeah. feels like they should. I wish some of this stuff, they thought about other countries sooner. Countries like, like Canada, like that's, you're still you're still yeah. North America here. It's not like Seriously. a big dramatic change. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll continue with the show in a moment. First, a word from our sponsor. Declutter is a fast, free, and environmentally friendly way to sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, and much more. Visit declutter.com slash Macworld, that's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R dot com slash Macworld, to get cash for your device and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra on your trade-in. Declutter, it's smart for you, smart for the planet. And now, back to the show. We go through this often, but I wish Apple would update its apps independently of iOS. Right. Like the podcast app. Now, there'll be changes, but now we got to wait for 14.8 or whatever it is. Yeah. Or maybe maybe 15. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And this just doesn't, there doesn't seem to be any reason why Apple can't release regular updates to its apps, but it never, it never does. And it makes it difficult as a user, you know, when you get everything at once, every time it's always, you know, here's everything, here, here's all this new stuff rather than, oh, good. There's an update to the podcast app. Let me see what's, what's. Yep. Agreed. It also makes their OS updates seem way more substantial. That's true. It if does. you took say iOS 15 and you just eliminated all of the app updates and just talked about what's new in the operating system, it would be a lot less. <laughs> a lot less. Yeah. But I mean, it's, what's wrong with that? Like, Nothing. Okay, that's okay. Nothing, because then you have an ex- have, yeah. you have exciting news at some other time about right. something mm-hmm. they're doing in maps or whatever, you know. Sure. But I I don't know if it's a technical barrier or just the way Apple likes to do yeah. it. But it doesn't. It just, I think it, some it of it's technical. An, an, some of it is maybe. they're using new essentially frameworks and stuff, right? But yeah, have they have they ever? I don't even think if you're going back to iPhone OS, I don't think they ever updated the apps independently. No, we were talking about that the other day. Like they made FaceTime available as a standalone yeah, app, and, and you had to pay like a buck for it or something. Oh, was it? Yeah, remember? I don't remember. They, they had a charge, and Steve Jobs said it was because of some like regulatory reason that they had to pay. They had a charge for it. It, it was like a dollar or, or two bucks. God, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was back in like 2015 when it when it, or 2014, whatever year it was when it launched, or maybe earlier than that. And then 
you know, like the next year was just part of hope. Right. Well, I don't, they didn't charge for new, it wasn't new phones. It was like older. Yeah. Whatever. That's weird. (laughs) That podcast library thing, by the way, that's, that's really the only change you're going to notice in Mac OS. The only new feature is letting you see either all your shows or just the followed shows in the podcast library. All right. So it was the Mac that Apple charged. That makes sense. And it has to do with Sarbanes-Oxley Act that bars companies from providing an unadvertised new feature of an already sold product without enduring onerous accounting measures is what Steve Jobs described it. So that it was, it was, it was, so the iOS version was free. Yeah. The Mac version cost a buck. And I think it, it, that lasted like a year or so. And once um, Lion came out, that was, that was good. Yeah. Then you could ship it in a new right. product, the new right. operating but system. I, yeah. I'll just have to spend the next couple of days researching that app because I don't understand why Apple can't release a new app without charging for it. But wait, hey, what, 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 nothing apparently. Uh, I think it's just like an anti-competitive thing, like a, to stop you from just like freely giving away something on your platform that competes with other things, or I don't know something. So some other changes: the Apple Card family uh, yeah. adds the option to combine credit limits and share one co-owned account with an existing Apple Card user. Those that's a, that's a, I mean that's that's a cool feature if you've you know you're a family and you have two you know two cards you combine them. Yeah. It should have been available from the start. Every other credit card in existence allows that. But yeah, you know, it's it's good that it's there now. Well, and also just sharing uh with an existing Apple card user, like that's that's another thing. Like, wait, I have an Apple card and my wife has an Apple card, and now we can't have a shared card because we both have one. No, no, that's so they're 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 fixing up these little fringe things around yeah. the side with the Apple card. If you have an iPhone with touch ID and an Apple Watch. Yeah, this is a weird one. There's a weird issue that occurs that Apple confirmed is a problem. Yeah. So like way, way, way back when the Apple Watch first came out, there's a little toggle that instead of typing in that little tiny passcode on your wrist, if you have an iPhone and an Apple Watch in the same account and they're together, then your Apple Watch will automatically be unlocked when you put it on. When you, That's when not you working. Unlock your iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The first time. Right. Yeah. The first. So you is your, if you're wearing your Apple Watch, you can just unlock your Apple, your iPhone with Touch ID or Face ID or whatever, and it will unlock your Apple Watch instead of you having to, like like you said, type in your little password. Which is, you know, minor inconvenience, but that's not working for whatever reason. Only Touch ID iPhones and uh, presumably all Apple Watches, they didn't say it was like just one series or something. Mm -hmm. So what's what's interesting about it is if you've had a watch for a while and you've been doing this for a while, you might not remember your password. And if you don't, you can't get into your watch (laughs) because there's no way to reset it unless you know it. Yeah, you do need your passcode, I think, when you fully restart your Apple Watch, like you power down and restart it or you do a software update type of thing. Well, actually, not a software update. I don't know. Yeah, and that's, it's, I think it's a restart. Maybe not, though. I've never, I've never, yeah, I, I, but I don't know. Yeah, but, it, it can be hard to remember. I mean, it's only four digits, but, you know, if you chose a good one and you, just, you didn't write it down, you might not remember. So I used the first four digits of my six-digit iPhone passcode. Uh, use the first four or the middle four or the last four. Yeah. yeah make I mean, it related right, yeah. so that you actually the, 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 go backwards, your, your iPhone password backwards, something. But if you don't know it, you're going to have to factory reset and start over because you can't change it unless yeah. you know or wait for the next iOS update to fix it. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two things going to happen. That kind of thing uh, is likely to be fixed in like a 14.7.1 or something as opposed to waiting for a 14.8. Um, yeah. There may not be a 14.8. We haven't seen a beta There's yet. There's no beta yet. Yeah. And, it's only a month or so time, until iOS 15. Last time they 
did it right away. So I think this is probably it to iOS 15 outside of weird stuff like they did last year where we had like a 13.7 that came way at the end of the pandemic where they were like, not not in the end of pandemic, at the end of the release cycle, just before iOS 14, they released the 13.7 that was all of the contact tracing stuff. That That's the only reason they ever pushed something out in like September for the old OS. Watch OS 7. Point six. The updates to that are, you know, it's support for the ECG app and support for regular heart rhythm notifications in 30 additional regions. Mm-hmm. Apple has a list of those regions on their website. If you're, interested. we know why it's it's seven point six and not seven point seven. Which one? Which one was? Oh God, I forget which it's, one is. It's not. It's not. It, 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 it. You know, things like this bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I I I want them to skip ahead to fourteen. Yes. Get, get them all on the same. Just get them all on the same. That's right. They skip eight versions. I don't care. I don't know which one they skipped. This one, one of them didn't make it. Or, or not skipped, but which one right. they, they didn't did not have, have a watch right, us update right. when well, they did right. have a... They're just labels. So they're just labels. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's no... The sequence doesn't really matter. So just... But my, just my, 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 my brain doesn't understand that. It's saying, well, why is it six and everything else is seven? What are you doing, Apple? Why, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, everything else is a small yeah, it was fix. It was tiny stuff. It wasn't yeah. a huge update. Yeah. I mean, go. everyone should go get it. Like, you always want to download these things because they, they include security stuff, even though we don't quite know yet what that is. But it's always important things that you updated. True. Go go get it. But yeah, it's not a it's not a huge thing. You Unless you use the podcast apps regularly, you're not going to. Re- or you have Touch ID and your Apple Watch is unlock. But then it's kind of a downgrade <laughs> for you. Yeah. For, for those people specifically, yeah, yeah. you may want to wait a week. Stay on six yeah. and five. That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 752. Thanks to Jason Cross, thanks to Michael Simon, and thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app, on Spotify, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or contact us on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. 